Struggling to keep track of your story and world? Archivos is for you. More intuitive than a wiki, more extensible than Scrivener, Archivos builds your story bible into your personal, always-on tactical display. Graphical relationship charting, continuity tools, this thing has it all with bonus options for fan engagement and real-time collaboration. Archivos. Story world management done right www.archivos.digital. That's www.archivos.digital. Welcome to the Everyday Novelist. My name is J. Daniel Sawyer, author of nearly 30 books, more than 30 short stories, and numerous articles and scripts and essays, coming to you from up in the crow's nest with my spyglass on this daily voyage through the dicey waters of business, craft, learning, and art in the writing life. Welcome to The Questions, episode 1045. Today we hear from Tim, who asks, I remember you telling Dave Robinson on the roundtable years ago, when discussing one of his story ideas, that he should try to stay interested rather than obsessed. Ah, yes, I remember it well. I'm curious if you could elaborate on the difference between the two states of mind. Related to my question, I've noticed that any project... that any project I've stuck with and completed had a kind of long-lasting flavor for me, and many of the ones I've not completed just felt more whimsical rather than driven. All right, so what um, I was talking with Dave on the roundtable about, Dave was having this problem where he was so utterly obsessed and enthusiastic about his project that he kept developing the idea rather than writing the book. And this is something you'll see with a lot of early novelists, but also a lot of us who've got that really special book we're working on for decades. Not that I'd know anyone who does this, mind you, but... Mm-mm. No. <laughs> I am actually back to writing that series, and I've made amazing progress in the last month. W- which one of those series? There's only one. The, the Antithesis, Joss Kyle, Cabricon series. The big series. I'm teasing because you have other series that you've added to a lot. You you've added to continuously over the last ten. Years. Yeah, it's that's different than this one. This is the the millstone around my neck. But Your Moby um, Dick. Big and white and eat semen for dinner. Oh. I'll probably cut that out. <laughs> Splash of semen all over the place. <laughs> later we stop laughing oh but um the thing about an idea that you're obsessed with that you're jealously guarding and you think is really special is it can develop into well this is redundant because i just said that you're obsessed with but it can develop into an obsession where you fiddle with it all the time but you never sit down and write it because you you get hyper focused on the perfect ideal of what this thing could be once it's done. And so you do everything possible connected to it except write the damn story. Something that is interesting to, something that you're interested in as opposed to obsessed with for the purposes of that conversation that you're referencing, and we will link it down in the show notes assuming that that podcast is still up, 
the story that you're interested in is the one that you're going to invest time in, uh, that you're going to invest time into writing so that you can see how it turns out, so you can see how it unfolds. It's got to have enough things about it that draw your interest and focus to the writing part. Not that just make your mind dwell on it and imagine what it could be, but that intrigue you enough that you're going to solve the problem represented by the unanswered questions that lead you to want to write the book. Every book, every fiction novel in existence is premised upon answering unanswered questions. The questions are asked implicitly in the first act of the story, and then the rest of the story answers them. The things that people tend to get obsessed with are high, they're actually not what people call high concept. High concept is a one-sentence description of a story. A bunch of rebels blow up an enemy space station. Boom. Right? Uh, the, the boat sinks. Titanic. That's the <laughs> high concept. What people tend to get obsessed with are what they think of as elevated concepts. The brand new idea that nobody's ever done before. Something that's original or that has some kind of really interesting philosophical or religious or personal frisson. And... The trouble with those, it's not that they can't make great books, because they definitely can, but they have in them a hidden danger of being interesting in the wrong way. They're interesting in the way that would lead you to fa to fascinate over it and to gaze at, at it from every angle instead of diving in and exploring it. When, when you talk about um, the stories that we become obsessed with and trying to find the perfect version of that story idea. I think of a couple of um, professional writers who have a breadth of fiction to their name who had particular story ideas that instead of trying to develop the perfect version of it before letting it go, each of them wrote three or four or a dozen versions of, of that story, story idea yep. because... There was always something more to it, and they didn't quite get the first the story that they wanted out of the the first yep. time they wrote it, but they still released that first story. Yeah, and the second story, and, and so th this is the difference between between having a story fall out of a personal obsession and getting obsessed with a particular story. Mm -hmm. You get obsessed with a particular story, chances are you're never going to let it go you get obsessed with the theme that the story comes from, then you're much less precious about the story. You're much more willing to f*** around and find out. <laughs> um, and that's the hair that I was trying to split between those things. Now, as to your related detail question, you say that the projects you've stuck with and complete have a long-lasting flavor to you, and the ones that you've not completed felt more whimsical. So that would indicate that the ones that you're completing are the ones that you're actually interested in. And the ones that you're not completing, there's something there that you like, but they need another element that you're actually interested in in order to make them go. Hmm. That would be the straightforward, my straightforward reading of what you've just said. So for what it's worth, hopefully that uh, gives you some ideas on how to 
kick those incomplete projects into the completion box. But either way, thank you very much for the question. We were running really, really thin, as we always do this time of year. But uh, we've got uh, this and a bunch of others in now, so that doesn't mean you shouldn't send in questions. And yes, I know the form on the website is broken right now, so send questions to feedback at jdsawyer.net. They will get to me personally. We're just not going to be able to fix the website for a few more weeks because of all the other stuff we're having to do to do winter prep here at the ranch because we may wind up under six feet of snow this winter and we need to be prepared to be able to cope with that situation. So our plans just got juggled pretty seriously since the uh, long-term weather reports came out. So we're not going to be able to fix the, the form on the website for a while. But you can still get me at dan at jdsawyer.net or by commenting on any of the blog posts on the website. Those will both get to me and your question will get on the air. Thank you very much, Tim, and we'll see you tomorrow. The Everyday Novelist is written by J. Daniel Sawyer and presented by J. Daniel Sawyer and Kitty McKeon and is produced by Artistic Whispers Productions Incorporated. The text is copyright 2021, J. Daniel Sawyer, and the production is copyright 2021, Artistic Whispers Productions, Incorporated. This podcast is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives License, and all other rights are reserved to their respective owners. Join the conversation. Submit a question, leave a comment, or a creative death threat. Or find me at jdsawyeronminds.com or hit me at feedback at jdsawyer.net. We can't do it without you.